Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This week's episode takes us to Comstock Township in Kalamazoo, Michigan. It was December 1st, 2019, and 22-year-old Navy veteran Christopher Neal, his pregnant wife Hayley Coe, and their two-year-old daughter were getting excited about the holiday season in their new home. Yet tragedy would strike that very night as they sat watching TV. 35-year-old William Jones had recently been released from prison and had gone on a day-long bender when at 10pm, while still high on meth and armed with two guns, he entered the Neil home through an unlocked rear door. Christopher told Haley to take their daughter upstairs and hide as he called 911, preparing to face the home invader. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Monsters Who Murder, Serial Killer Confessions. Police found 27 corpses. Australia's worst serial killer. Even though I didn't want to get in the car, I actually... With Amanda Howard and Robert McKnight. Hello there, welcome to Monsters Who Murder Serial Killer Confessions. I'm Rob McKnight. You can find me on Twitter at Rob underscore McKnight and Instagram at Robert underscore McKnight because I had a Rob underscore McKnight account and I forgot the password. It's a whole thing. (laughs) Someone who isn't a whole thing is Amanda Howard. Or Actually, she is a whole thing. She's a criminologist. And more. (laughs) She's a serial killer whisperer. She is a true crime author and a whole lot more. Hello, Amanda. (laughs) Hey, Robert. And you can all find me on Patreon. That's it now. So I don't have time for other things. Yeah. Go to patreon.com slash MWM confessions if you want an extra fix of the Howard Meister. Meister? Monster? Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. But anyway, we love her. Uh, whatever. Lots yeah. of Amanda on Patreon. And uh, so you haven't got that OnlyFans account anymore. No, they they blocked it saying that they don't need to see any more photos like that. (laughs) Not true, but anyway. All right. We mentioned in the teaser we're talking about uh, Christopher and Hayley. They're a husband and wife with a two-year-old daughter. Uh, They've had a home intruder. This this is an interesting one, isn't it? Because we've got the 911 calls and then we've got the body cam footage, which you can obviously see at mwm.uscreen.io if you want to watch the video of this. But the body cam footage is quite interesting when we get to that. Oh, it is. There is so much to come from that. And it's just so interesting to sort of see it played live with, with the 911 call too. It's, it's, it's quite exciting. Mm. Okay, we're going to pick it up. When we're looking at the 911 calls in this episode, I really need to make some key points. 
because the calls went for 25 minutes, but only a quarter of that has been released to the public. So sometimes during this podcast, it may sound a little short, but that's because they've been edited, not by us. Let's pick up where the first call is made. 
Yeah, and so you you have to wonder, well, why the fuck are you here, and why do you have two two guns? You know, but this is now Jones trying to de escalate it too, because Christopher's going off, as we heard at mm. the start of this call. You know, um, well, we got Jones, who's who's now saying, mate, shake my hand. I promise you that that. But that's it you know and so so it's interesting then to think of what jones's background is in that he wants to shake on it i mean it's it's, it's quite a strange thing for someone who's just been released from jail um and is high on meth but 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 it just shows you that you ca cannot sort of predict the behavior sometimes and so this is him just sort of saying like i need to get out of this too yeah well this um, 9911 dispatcher, she's quite interesting. I think I, I think I heard you referring to her as the baddest bitch <laughs> before we actually uh, recorded this podcast. Uh, I, I, I said to you, can can I call her the baddest bitch? I wasn't sure if I should or not, yeah. but she's fucking hardcore. <laughs> yeah, well, good. Um, now, she tries to control the situation and get more details out of Jones. Where is William at right now? He's standing next to me in my hallway. Okay, are we still on speakerphone? We still are. He's right here. Okay. William! Yes, ma'am. William, okay. Can Christopher, can Christopher and his wife and daughter step outside? No. What? I'm not. What? They're safe. They're safe? They're safe. They're going to stay right here what are you doing in their house? I told you there. Shots fired. Where were shots fired at? Going on uh, uh, old thirty-seven or uh, old Kentucky. Uh, I'm in the Bell. What's that? They're coming into Bellevue. Hang on. So shots have shots have already been fired. I didn't hear those. Yeah, no, what has happened is that he had actually opened fire at a different home as as, as part of a different incident. Oh, my so God. So he's now confusing that he's, yeah, so he now thinks he's at the same place. And so he's trying to give out addresses. And so Christopher's trying to say, do you mean this address in Bellevue and all of this sort of stuff? Because now everyone's confused because the shots mm. have been fired. It's not going to take much for him to open fire again. So this is just the next part of the escalation in, in this. You know, um, he, he's ended up at this house by accident. He didn't know where he was. He didn't. He just thought, oh, my God, I have to go somewhere. And that's where he's ended up. Right. Well, Jones continues to try and control the situation. But Christopher and our bad bitch dispatcher, well, they have other ideas. Stop right here with me, man. No, I ain't going anywhere. You're going there with me, man. Bro, turn it right now, please. William! Turn it right now. William! Yes, ma'am. What do you know? What are you trying to have them do? He's coming in the room with you, that's it. Why is he going in the room with you? Why are you locking that door? Don't lock that door, bro. You are right, man. I give you my word, man. You're straight. I get, I get what you're saying, but you got two guns, bro. You're saying. You got two guns? How can I crazy, man? I'm not doing anything. William! I'm in my house, man. I'm sorry, man. William, listen to me. Why are you here in the first place? William, can you listen to me? Yes, ma'am. I need you to put those guns down because I've got I've got officers that want to help you. I, w I have officers that want to help you and keep you safe. So I need you to put those guns down. Okay, it's chaos in there, but dispatch has said the police are there. Yeah, I just love how how he says yes, ma'am, to her. You can yeah. tell that he he respected his mum, so he's doing yes. the same thing. He and, and kills and, people and who respects his mum. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, 
people do that. Um, I know. Even Jeffrey Dahmer loved his dad. So <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, but she's actually yelling at him, like, why do you have guns for? And, and, and stuff like that. So she's trying to de-escalate it by trying to bring him around to the present, which is not happening. But now that he's moving Christopher to a different room, you're always told if you're ever, if, if you're ever kidnapped, don't go to a second location. That's what you've got to do because then you don't, you, you no longer have, have guns. Because if you get taken from one place, you know that place because you've been there usually, you know. So to then be taken somewhere else, bang, the, the the trail goes cold and it's hard to find you. So um, the mm. fact that he's even just moving him from one room to, to, to a second room and we can hear Christopher say, don't lock the door, and, and then we've got bad bitch dispatcher saying, why are you doing that? Where are you going? I've got police outside. Because if he's armed, we know the police are going to come in and open fire. Well, we hope so. But um, what, what we have is that things are now changing. So wherever they were, they've now moved. And so this is an, an escalation rather than a de-escalation that's happening because he's now preparing to go deeper into the house to sort of give mm. him more protection away from the police. Yeah, well, the chaos continues as Dispatch tries to get Jones to listen to her as she waits for the signal that police are ready to go in. Who are you, Max? I'm 911. I've got help for you. I need you to put those guns down so that they can get you the help that you need. I want, I want police here. So I can the police are there, William. The police are there. No, they're not. They are there. I, they're there. I've got a lot of deputies there. Listen, I'm not harming you. I promise. My word. My life just got threatened, man. I hear you, bro. You understand? I hear you. It got threatened last night. Okay, I get you, bro. I'm not harming you or your children or your wife. Uh, this is scary, and I'll tell you why. Because he's forgetting what's going on. It's like he has moments of lucidity and then he gets confused. He's all over the place and that makes him dangerous to my mind. It does because he's now unpredictable because mm. if you can get someone to talk to you and go, okay, the cops are coming. You want me to drop the guns? I'll do that because then, you know, no one has to die and things like that. But now he's saying to, to 911, who are you? I don't, yeah. you know, and he's asking and, and, and she's saying it's still me and everything. And, you know, so, and he's asking Christopher what's going on. Christopher's saying, I don't know, you know, you're, you're in control here. And when someone is un unpredictable and they're in control, no one's in control. Yeah. Well, dispatch then patches through the deputy sheriff, hoping he can talk Jones down. I'm going to transfer this line, so do not hang up on me, okay? I'm not. I'm not going to. All right. Just a minute for me. Hey, William. William. Yes. Hey, this is Joe from the Sheriff's Department. How are you, man? Glad you back from the nifty door. Don't come through that door. Okay. We're not going to come through the door, man, but I just want to talk to you and find out what's going on. Don't come through that door. Slide your back underneath that door, man. Well, I'm not even up by the door, man. I'm outside the house. Where else? I'm in the house. Stop playing games with me, man. What, what's, what's got you all worked up today, man? So, Jones has actually hung up on Deputy Joe. Amanda, he seems a lot more agitated now, and we have to remember... This is an edited version of the original call. 
yeah so there's a lot more that that happens that we don't actually have here you know but but what's ha happening is that uh, he's now closing the lines of communication. So the 911 call put him through to to Deputy Sheriff Joe, um, and he doesn't want to talk to him. He says, you know, slide your badge under the door, and he goes, we're not at the door. And he's saying that he can hear them because you know he's obviously hearing things as well. So um, there's confusion, there's delusion, there's everything happening here, and. Um, they're just all trying to work out what to do because they want to know why he's there because he's not a home invader so he's a hostage taker so what does he need to get out of this and so the family can get out of this and when he just hangs up on them you know what what else can they do mm. Interesting that while Jones was talking to the deputy, Christopher's wife, Haley, she called 911 as well from the bedroom. Here is a segment of that call. Okay, and what do you, what's going on right now? I don't know, I'm upstairs, all I can hear is them, like, slightly talking. Do you still have him on the phone? Yep, so we have, um, so I'm talking to you, and then my other call taker is talking to someone else as well. Do you know who's in the home? No, we have no idea. You have no idea who it is? He's barging our back door with two guns. He just barged in? Yeah, and he has my husband locked in the room with him. He won't let my husband or me out, so I be We have everyone on the phone right now. We have your husband, you, and um, the male that's in your home as well. I just heard a really loud noise. I think it was gunfire. You heard a loud noise? Yeah. Jeez, this is scary, Amanda. We've got Jones. He has hung up on the police officer he was talking to. Haley's on another 911 call. She's hearing loud noises, possibly gun. I cannot imagine what is going on and how scared these people must be. Well, I mean, we even heard their two-year-old daughter like asking for daddy because mm. she knows that daddy's in trouble right now as well. You know, so everyone is is in hypervigilance, all trying to get out of this. You know, this has just happened. It's Christmas time. You know, they've, they've just bought their new home, they've just moved in, you know, they're having a new baby and this has just happened in their lives. And now every noise that she hears, she believes to be gunshots and was it gunshots, you know, it's just what's going to happen is, is just incredible. And it's just, um, as you said, it's a whole stack of confusion. And in that, um, the dispatcher said that they're talking to a third person as well. Now that was someone who knew um, Jones and she was actually where he had done the shooting earlier that day. Somehow she had rung up and said, if you're looking for oh. him, this is where he might be. So there's that as so, okay, well. Okay, because I was confused what, by that yeah. comment. Yeah, so there's a whole lot of people being involved. They have no idea that it, it was linked, but they were saying, if you're looking for William Jones, well, this is what he's done, and this is where he's probably going to, and, you know, and that's how, how it sort of swung together. We don't have, have that 911 call, unfortunately, but she's saying, yeah, I know who's probably doing that. How she knows it's going on live, I don't know, but um, she said you're probably looking for this guy. Amazing. All right, now we actually get a visual of the situation. The police body cams are going to take us through the next part of the night. The cameras begin from the outside of the home. The deputies have their guns at the ready as they break down the front door. We can hear a male voice calling out to them from inside. Okay, 
Is anyone inside? Let me see your hands. Let me see your hands. Hold on, hold, hold. Let me clear. Clear this. Clear this here. Clear all behind us. Hey, man. Okay. They're in the house. I'm going to explain to our listeners who aren't watching through Patreon or through Uscreen. Uh, so police have stormed the home and they begin clearing the rooms. They head towards the voice and we heard Jones saying, don't come in here. Yeah, and he's very adamant about that. So he's he knows that now it's down to seconds that he is either going to live or die because there's no that there's no other choice here because he can either come out peacefully or he can be shot dead and that's what he's worried about and so he wants them to come because as, as we heard before he goes slide, slide your badge under the door and he and, and and sheriff joe was saying i'm i'm outside mate i can't do that um and now that they're getting closer and so uh jones now definitely knows that they are near so that's why he's saying don't come in here because he's heard them bust down the doors. He's hearing clear, clear, clear every, everywhere as they head towards that sound. But um, he's now preparing for a battle because he can't win in this regardless. But he's going to try and get out of this and he still has a hostage. Regarding the psychology going through his head at the moment, we have a man yeah. who's high on drugs, so we don't have a situation of dealing with a fully-fledged thinking person. He's got a hostage. The police are outside. Is there any part of him that thinks he can get out of this? He's surrounded. He's backed into a corner. Is he going to have to kill someone to make a point? Or does he think, if I kill someone, they're going to know it's me. So I'm pretty much, I'm either going to get the death penalty, depending on where I am, or I'm in jail for life. What's he thinking at this point? if there are moments of clarity. Well, I mean, first of all, we have to say that he's been out of jail for three weeks. So um, he's not doing a good job of that. And no. so he would have that fresh that if he doesn't want to go back, you don't do this, but this is what he's done. But what we have is a bargaining chip. Christopher is a bargaining chip. He can say, if you don't shoot me, I will give him to you, you know, and they're, they're, they're going to come in guns blazing, but he could get out of this alive. But he, until he lets... Christopher out and as soon as that door opens it's done he, the, the the seal's being breached and he's and he's going down they would have got Christopher down as well and just say you know everyone down you know and 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 have guns at the ready but likely he would have re, um fired back at them because as we heard he he'd done a shooting earlier in the day as well so there's that that we have to be involved with to realize that he is going to be gun happy regardless and so um you know they are aware of what he's done earlier in, in in the day and apparently he set someone's house on fire too maybe the girl's house i'm not quite sure but that was a house fire as well in all of this um that he's wow. now in a place of absolute panic that um i don't think there's some clarity at all he's just doing what he mm. can to try and get out of this and he's making every wrong decision 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Well, so let's go back to the body cam footage. From outside of the room where Jones has Christopher held, the deputies are trying to get Jones to come out. This is what Amanda's talking about. The next decision is going to determine so much of what we see. Will he come out? Will he negotiate and not be shot because he's got Christopher with him? Let's watch and see what happens. Hey, what's your name, man? Hey, this is this is Joel out here, okay? Man, we don't want anything bad to happen. We're not gonna hurt you. Listen! Listen to me, please! You're wrong! Find your bag when you need to go! Say that again, man! Find your bag I I can't do that! Don't come in here! What's his name? William. Is someone in there with him? Yes, Chris. Where's the rest of the family? Can we get them out? Upstairs, I believe. Don't go in front of that door by behind him. Ciao. Down! 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 We're not going to do anything, man. Down! Just talk. Down! Please don't, man. We're not doing anything, okay? Can someone go up there with Chow? Hey, we don't want anything bad. Just put the gun down. Just put the gun down and, and come out. Let's talk about this, all right? My badge is out here on my chest, buddy. Well, I'm not coming through the door. I just want to talk to you. Did you hurt anyone in there? Did you hurt Chris? Okay, Chris, can you say something? Okay, are you okay? All right. Relay that. Hostage inside is 14. Made contact. Hostage inside is 14. He's being held inside the room. He's advising that he's What's that, Swift? Give us one room. William. William. Don't do it. Don't come in here. Hey, no, William. We're not coming in. William, you stay cool. Stay cool. We're not coming in. You understand? He's on top of me. There's a couple of things I want to get to in that. The scariest part in that clip to me was Joan saying, don't make me do anything. 
Yeah, that's that. That's a hard thing because now we know that the pressure's on. He he knows that the clock is ticking and that he's not going to have long to get out of this, and he's not going to negotiate all all that well. And so he's trying to uh, up the threat. So whilst they're trying to de-escalate, he's escalating and saying, you know, don't make mm. me do anything. You know, slide, slide your badges un under the door. Like who else would be standing outside the door? Like that is a logical thought process, but he's not going there. So he wants a, a, a badge for what reason, except maybe get someone close enough to have the door to shoot them. I don't know. But they're, they're trying to get him to talk. And as we heard, they're saying, I'm like, I'm not understanding what you're saying, which isn't going to make it easier. Um, that we actually even have, have them at one point say, can you turn your radios down so they can actually talk one-on-one, -on -one, which is hard because then they're breaking their communication outside, mm. but they need to be inside. And that's the most important thing at this time. And we also heard that when they uh, confirmed Chris was okay, that needed to be communicated back to base. So there is a line of yep. communication happening. At the end there, we heard Christopher call out saying that Jones is now on top of him. So yep. what do we make of that? Is that Jones trying to keep Chris in a position where he's got him down and also keep across the situation developing outside? What, what's, the, what's the benefit of being on top of Christopher? Because he's obviously been trying to hold Christopher. How we don't know, and and they as as you heard, they did ask for proof of life, and Christopher called out, and now he's telling him that they're on top of him, meaning that um, he is now in, incapacitated because he's got him down. Whether he tied him up or put handcuffs on him, or or, or even just sat on top of him like he is currently doing, we know that he now has a clear headshot and that that's what he's he's prepared to do he doesn't think that they can't see what's going on he's telling them you know don't come in here i'm going to do this i'm going to do that and we have christopher saying he's on top of me saying that that's the next step up they've now escalated again and mm. you know as i said that the, the, the clock is ticking but we're getting down to zero well, as we've talked about, the deputies are relaying what they know and they're trying to get more information from dispatch. But as Joe tries to bargain with Jones, well, things get more intense. William! William! Come on, man. This guy didn't do anything to hurt you, okay? What's going on? Why is this happening right now? William. What is that? Thirty three oh five. Any units? Any units have a shield? We need a shield. Bring it up to the front door. William. William. I have a correction. William, why is this happening, man? What what can I do to help you out right now? William, can you turn that down? We need radios down. I can't hear what he's saying. William, William, what can I do to help you out? William. William, I told you, I'm not coming through that door. I don't want you to get hurt. I don't want Chris to get hurt. I don't want anybody out here to get hurt. I'm asking you, what can I do to help you out? I don't want anyone getting hurt here right now. Oh, five. Oh, five. Oh, nine. 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 Oh,
William. Listen up, brother. Talk to me, please. William. William, we're staying right out here. You stay cool and we're going to stay right out here. I want you to talk to me, man. What was that? My name's Joe. Hudson. From Kalamazoo. I am the police. I'm a, I'm a public safety officer with Kalamazoo. What was that? This is scary. The guy is so high, He we, we talked about it before, he's talking nonsense, but what's more terrifying, his nonsense or his silence? Yeah, it's been so crazy that it sounds like that he might have even like sort of passed out for a friend. I reckon like he did. Out, but still sitting. Yeah, because I, I think there's no other choice because now he's sort of back at, at square one again, which helps them with, with their clock but at the same time he might wake up and go oh shit what what the hell's going on here and open fire which is what we don't want to hear but um he's yeah that the, the fact that you know joe joe who you know i want the police it's it tells them that they they're not going to make any sort of bargaining or, no. or or good plans with him because he's he's going to go round and round in the same circle yeah well then the worst happens what I'll have you do. Can, can, you, drop, can you drop long guns so we got someone with shield and we'll have two guns? William! Get that shield up! Get that shield. You guys good? You guys want it? You guys good? Get that shield up in front. Here, Get the shield up. Me. Shield up right there. Okay, I'm throwing it to you, okay? No, no, no. No? Keep it up. Joe? Yep. Tell me what's going on, man. William! Talk! What's going on? I'm trying to drop my lawn down right. William, tell me what's going on. Jones? Yep. Bring that shield over here, man. I'm coming. Bring it around. William, please talk to us, brother. From this way. Tell me what's going on. Put the firearm down and talk with us, man. I'm doing this right now. Just talk with us. We can work through. Chris, are you okay? Really interesting watching the video feed on that one, Amanda, because you actually see um, the dust from bullets when they hit walls. And it doesn't sound like a movie where it's got the big, you know, when you hear a gunshot in movies, it sounds like a big sound effect. But there it just sounds more like a pop. But this situation is real. The police are either side of the door. 
the bullets are coming out of this room. The police seem in a situation where they can actually avoid this. And, and I think I saw a cat jumping out of the way off a cushion at one point as well. And they're flashing tor torchlights to each other. We see them with the shield, and, and there's a lot of talk about this shield and making sure the shield's up, and I'm assuming that's to protect the other officers who may actually have to have their guns drawn as they're deciding to go into this room. And then, of course, we've got Chris not responding to the deputies. Jeez, it's all happening. It certainly is. And um, the fact that uh, there is, is gunfire coming out from Jones, but um, the police aren't sort of firing in because they don't know where Christopher is mm. in this. I mean, Jones could have even made Christopher fire the shots. I mean, there's so many things that can happen that they don't want to go in guns blazing, regardless of what people think. It's not always for what they do. And um, they're, they're just trying to get these people out. We even heard briefly that, that they said that... Um, that uh, Haley and and their daughter had been retrieved. Whether that they'd gotten out yet, I don't know. But but someone was with them, so um, you know they were safe. But there was still a lot more to go, and you know the gunfire has, has started. So you know I, I keep saying that the clock's ticking, but this is now like now we're at midnight of, of a second. Yeah, yeah this yeah, is this is it. I did see in an earlier clip police heading upstairs, which I assumed was retrieve Haley and the baby. So whether yeah. there was another stairway for them to come out, I doubt that they would have taken them out through yeah. past that room. But even if they do have police surrounding them and keeping them protected, that's at least something. So look, Chris hasn't answered the deputies. So 911 dispatch tries to call him again. And surprisingly, the call is actually answered. Hello? Hello? Is this Christopher? No, Christopher's dead. Right. Um, what a way for that news to be delivered, Amanda. Yeah, it's it was a call that I knew that I wanted to do because because of that ending, because the fact that we have spoken about him uh, having clarity and being fogged and not knowing who he was and everything, but he, for him to then say he's dead. It was just that was that was a focus, and it, it, it was almost gleeful that he he got to do that. I think that was mm. um, punishment and torture. That that's just awful. Well, we can confirm Christopher Neal had been shot once in the head, and he died instantly. During the ensuing gunfire, three of the deputies were also shot before Jones was taken into custody after trying to flee through a window. In June 2022, William Jones was found guilty on 18 charges, including the first-degree murder of Christopher Neal, who was just 22. Interestingly, the police didn't go in there and just open... Well, I guess they did open fire. There was a gun, there, there was a shootout, but they've ended up crash-tackling him. Um, I actually would have expected Jones to be killed during this. That's how I would have expected it to play out. <laughs> 
No, but the way he went down, uh, his mugshot is is quite interesting to look at because he's black and blue. So um, he didn't get out of it easy, but um, it wasn't a guns blazing uh, suicide by cop kind of thing that we could have expected once he he, cop, he shot Christopher. He was definitely on his, his way to escape. That's what he, he thought was the best outcome. Okay. Uh, what are we looking at next week? <laughs> well, next week's a murder that comes Obviously down a big Game change of, of pace, <laughs> considering how you reacted to me asking that question. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a game of hide-and-seek that um, equals murder. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, so, you've got me intrigued. Uh, yep. I look, yep. I look forward to that one. This has been a bit of a quicker Monsters Who Murder serial killer confessions this week, but a fascinating case none, nonetheless. It is interesting to see how these things play out and the addiction of meth and how people try to use that as an excuse for their actions. But, uh, you know, the, this drug, it just takes over people. Thank you, Amanda. Really appreciate your insights as always. Thank you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.